0: Welcome, everybody, all around the world. This is episode 24, chapter 24, Caught in a Valley of Big Rigs. Jimmy heard a voice that was faint and far away like the tail end of an echo. Jimmy did not know where he was or from whence. The voice came, but it grew in its intensity like a bark from a pack of hounds. An instinct shouted run, but Jimmy only saw darkness, which offered no clear route of escape. He ran like a black iron man, his feet. Entangled in a web, he could not see his footing fail, and down he tumbled into a vacuum of air. However, the moment he touched the ground, he felt vicious canine hound teeth clout into his ankle. Don't! Don't! Wake up, man! Wake up! I think we're been. Tail. Those words didn't register right away. They had to spin like graphics in a slot machine. But when they came to rest, Jimmy sprang into action. He quickly twisted his head back to the rear window. Jimmy saw a car behind them, but nothing to indicate a policeman drove the car. Are you sure? I can't. Jimmy stopped. His mouth dropped. He took a gulp of air. Oh, my God. There's only one taillight. So that's it, declared Willie Jane. He's a cop. Jimmy's eyes were glued to the rear window. All he saw were dim headlights and a dark silhouette of a car. Jimmy couldn't discern anything to distinguish the driver as a cop. Jimmy felt fear in his gut, but fought not to panic. He might be. I can't tell from here. He's so far behind us. Why panic when it could be a fellow traveler on the highway? All I really see... It's bright lights, but it's the only other car out here. It's odd, Willie James said. This is the truck route, and any car is odd after midnight, and this one has been trailing me for miles. Jimmy noticed a sharp edge in Willie James' voice. Jimmy began to think maybe the strain, the strain of driving was taking a toll on Willie James' mind. He was ready to suggest that he take the steering wheel when Willie James spoke in a voice that was laced in fatalism as his right foot pressed the accelerator pedal towards the floorboard. Here's a sure way to find out. The Crown Victoria roared like a tiger and took off like a jet, leaving the car behind in a proverbial plume of smoke. Jimmy watched as the distance between the two widened. But to Jimmy's surprise, the car speeded up too, only now with a wailing siren and flashing a blue light in its window. Whatever make or model the car driven in pursuit was, it was no match for the Crown Victoria. The bright headlight beams, the blue flashing light, as well as the wail of the siren, grew dim and subdued as the Crown Victoria whipped through the air like a whistle. Within a matter of minutes, Jimmy saw only darkness behind them. He shared his relief with Willie James, who didn't appear to hear. His attention was focused. On the patch of highway directly before the hood of the Crown Victoria. Keep your eyes on the road and your hands upon the steering wheel. Jimmy kept looking back. A big rig big, approached on the dark horizon. Its headlights grew blind, blindingly bright as it neared. Willie James tapped on the dimmer switch. Jimmy cried out in disbelief. Oh my God, the tail light came back on as soon as you tapped on that switch. Willie James tapped the switch again and the tail light went out. So that's the deal, Willie James said as the big rig and the Crown Victoria crisscrossed, headed in opposite directions. Dalt, the cops are hot on our tails. Jimmy slumped back into the seat. I knew it. I knew something was wrong with those tail lights. Well, the smartest move we can make now is to get off this highway, said Willie James. Keep your eyes open for a sign or turn off or something, the highway dipped and curved and flattened out into a long stretch. Before dipping and curving again, Jimmy could hear the roaring of the engine and the whipping of the wind as the Crown Victoria sped forth. Willie James seemed intent upon urging the Crown Victoria to go even faster. They would need a jet to catch us now, Jimmy said, looking back at the darkness. He saw nothing. Neither did he feel confident that they had eluded the car behind them. The damn headlights and the swiftness of the sweep speed forward made it difficult to search for a sign signalling anything ahead. Jimmy kept his eyes focused ahead, but could not see beyond the illumination of the dim headlights. Finally, he saw a sign, the sign warned warned of a cattle crossing five miles ahead. He may be coming up on a Turn off or something soon, said Jimmy. You better get ready to break her down. Jimmy turned turned towards the rear window. He saw two red tail lights and nothing coming up behind them. But when he turned back, far ahead, in the dark distance, And beyond the reach of the dim headlights, he saw a faint cluster of red lights. He glanced over at Willie James. Say, man, can you see those red lights? Yeah, dog, I see them. I bet it's a truck, but I can't tell if it's moving or not. Willie James didn't let off the accelerator or steer away from the middle of the highway the Crown Victoria ran steady, neither rising nor falling in speed. And before Jimmy could say, Jackie Robinson, the Crown Victoria had reached what looked like the last trailer in a long line of big rigs. The big trucks seemed to stretch miles ahead and moved in fits of starts and stops. Man, look at all those trucks, Jimmy exclaimed. It's the last thing we need right now. Willie James shifted over to the left-hand lane like he intended to pass every big rig in the long line. It looks like a caravan but moves like a snail. I wonder what's farther up the road. Jimmy shook his head. He wasn't so much interested in what lay ahead, but what was coming behind. As fast as the Crown Victoria rolled and overtook one big rig after another, it seemed to Jimmy the caravan of big rigs Was too long to pass. Jimmy felt a sense of urgency. Jimmy fidgeted on the seat. He twisted his neck back to peep out the window, but he saw nothing. No pursuit. Jimmy's mind bubbled with thoughts of dread. He looked over at Willie James. Man, right now, I feel like a sitting duck. Don't you think? Do you? Don't you think? You can pass all these trucks? Jimmy laughed. Well, we Willie James laughed. Well, we ain't exactly sitting, but I am out to pass every truck as long as this lane stays clear. Jimmy shook his head. I know you're right, but I can't help it. Something in my gut tells me we are sitting like ducks. Though so I don't call... What we are doing, sitting, and the needle on this speedometer fully supports what I say. I just hope this lane stays clear. Willie James didn't say another word. He kept his eyes on the road and his hands on the stirring wheel. The Crown Victoria speeded past a solid mile of big rigs of all description, all descriptions, but regardless. Of how many were passed, there were another big league waiting. Damn, said Willie James. Seems like every truck in the world is on this road tonight. Something serious must be happening farther on up the road. The first thought that entered Jimmy's mind was the possibility of a roadblock. <clears throat> and the probability that the police and in pursuit of the car had radioed ahead and now they were headed into a trap. A halo of of lights appeared in the left-hand lane far ahead of the Crown Victoria. The lights grew both in clarity and in intensity as the Crown Victoria Toria speeded head on towards them. The lights flashed from high beams to low beams with a sense of urgency. Jimmy heard a repeated blast from a fog horn that reminded him of a train, warning all to clear the tracks. Jimmy swallowed a guff of air. It strangled and squeezed the words he Tried to say, say, man, say, man, don't you think it's time to move over? I can't get a clear opening between these rigs, said Willie James with a sense of desperation. The flashing headlights began to look like the eyes of death. As they grew larger and closer to the Crown Victoria, Jimmy began to sweat. Willie James lifted his foot from the accelerator, but the Crown Victoria still ran side by side with the big rig. The big rig looked like a wall of solid solid steel to Jimmy. It looked hopeless. It looked like a suicide mission. Oh, my God, we're going to crash? Jimmy screamed, shut his eyes, crisscrossed his arm before his face and prepared to dump it. Hold on, though, Willie James shouted. We ain't through yet. The trucker who drove the big rig that pulled the trailer shifted some gills that greatly reduced his speed to a rolling stop. This created an opening between the nose of his tractor and the tail of the trailer. He trailed. His action seemed to say, this is the best I can do. The rest it's up to God and you. Willie James snatched the Crown Victoria into the opening just moments before a dead, certain head on collision. The big rig shot past like a blast of air. A blast from his forehorn rocked the Crown Victoria in a continuous draft as the big rig. Broom and zoom past the opening. Whew, damn, that was close, Jimmy blew, and sailed back on the seat like a limp rag. Willie James agreed and seemed resolved to stay put and roll with the flow of traffic sandwiched between the big wigs, but Jimmy couldn't stand it. He fidgeted on the seat and kept Looking back through the rear window, like he expected to see something other than the front end of a big rig. Which completely obstructed his view. Hey dog, what do you see back there? Willie James chuckled. I got a better view, and all I see is big rigs ahead of us and a long line of big rigs behind us. Jimmy dropped his head like the tail of a defeated dog. He forced a smile. I feel that cop is gaining on us, don't you? Yeah, but he ain't caught us yet, said Willie James, like he had a few more cards to play. You just keep watch for that cow crossing. Two big rigs, one behind the other, flew past in the opposite lane. I don't know what, but something has this lane blocked. Traffic is flying over there and barely creeping over here. Do you you think it's a roadblock? Jimmy couldn't disguise the fear he felt. It clawed through every hope he had hell to reach Memphis. Willie James took his time to answer like he had issues too. And as he pondered, the big rigs commenced to hiss and stop like the fall of dominoes. Oh yeah, it's a roadblock, Willie James said at last. But I doubt if it's a roadblock to catch us. This road leads straight to Alabama, but it's in the middle of nowhere. It would make more sense to set up a roadblock at the state line if they was really after us. I hope you're right and we're not driving into a trap. And if we are, Willie James said solemnly, remember you don't know nothing. And if asked your name, say dog the hawk. Jimmy didn't know how much time had elapsed due to the steady stops and goes of the big rigs but it seemed apparent from the sparkling flares in the middle of the highway that something terrible had happened ahead and they were on a collision course to the heart of it. Their view was obstructed by the trailer that the big rig pulled in front of them. Jimmy muttered something about the possibility of an accident and that policemen may be on the scene. Willie James acknowledged this and whispered, remember what I told you. The big rig stopped with a hiss and waited, then slowly pulled into the left lane, the first Thing Jimmy noticed as his view cleared was a dark, gristly scene of chaos and destruction. There had been an accident. It looked like the tail. It looked like the tail a tail end collision. The wreckage jammed up the entire right lane like a plug in a pipe, and jammed up a good third of the left lane. This made safe passage impossible without driving upon the grassy shoulders under the instructions of two policemen. Two big rigs lay mangled and tangled and disabled The cab of one was flipped over on its side and separated from its trailer, which had scattered much of its load across the highway. The nose of the cab of the other big rig was crushed into the tail end of the trailer. A big rig parked in the right-hand lane faced the grisly scene and provided illumination with its headlights. As volunteers cleared the scattered debris from the highway, bits of glass and flashing lights seemed to be everywhere. An ambulance and two patrol cars were parked next to the wreckage. <coughs> Jimmy saw a group of paramedics gathered around the door of the crushed nose cab. As for the overturned cab, it looked as abandoned as a lost cause. Man, this looked bad, Jimmy whispered. I knew it had to be stopping for all these trucks to be moving as slow as snails, said Willie James. The big rig before them had to veer off the pavement onto the shoulders to clear the wreckage. It was a slow, careful process directed by two patrolmen men, men at opposite ends of the wreckage. When the truck and trailer <clears throat> were beyond the wreckage and moving ahead in the right lane, Jimmy's eyes drifted to the patrolman directing the traffic. Jimmy? and, and the, Jimmy's eyes met the patrolman's through the windshield, or at least Jimmy thought they had, and for a fraction of a second he felt he had seen that face before, and suddenly Jimmy froze and turned to Willie James. Oh my God, it's him! Who, Willie James asked before he spotted and remembered the face too. (laughs) And that's become To an end of another episode, Escaping the Entanglements of Our Lives, I invite you to join us again next time, next Thursday, hopefully, (laughs) for another episode. So long, everybody.